Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to Your Story is a Legacy show. My name is Rosanna Jackalone, and I'll be your host, your life story guide, your legacy coach, your spiritual healer, and friend. This show will help you get inspired and give you resources and practical tips so you can craft and tell your unique life story for yourself, your children, and generations to come. I bet you were asking, well, how will this show make my life better? It will do that by first, helping you to get to know yourself more deeply and in the process, learn your passions and the unique gifts you bring to the world. Second, it helps you get through transitions, things like job loss, marriage, childbirth, relocation, even things like divorce. It also helps you heal by turning traumas in your life into triumphs. And finally, it helps you create a legacy to leave for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Are you one of the many parents who have been advised by your child's pediatrician that he or she should be put on medication for behavioral issues? If so, listen in to find out a tool you may be able to give your children that does not involve a prescription, a tool that they will be able to use for the rest of their lives. On Sundays, I teach kindergartners and first graders about God and scripture. Teaching Sunday school is really important to me since I feel kids, like us, need good influences to help them behave the right way and direct them when a bad situation or person pre presents itself to them. One of the fun things I like to do with the children on Sunday as we open the class is sit in a prayer circle holding hands. Each kid introduces themselves to the person on their left and tells them what they are praying for. It is a very special exercise because it connects the children and it gets them in the habit to pray for each other as a group. Last week I had the opportunity to substitute meditation for prayer time. Needless to say, <laughs> I jumped all over this since I know what an invaluable tool meditation has been for me. Sadly, I did not learn about this ancient practice until midlife, and I thought what a gift it would be if I could teach this to kids at a young age. Could this practice help them reach a state of relaxed awareness, quiet their minds, and bring them to a place of stillness? Could I help them hear the whisper of God in that stillness? I thought it's certainly worth a try. <laughs> if this experiment failed, 
I could simply go back to our prayer circle the next class. But if it worked, perhaps I could make meditation a regular practice and the kids could continue to do this at home with their parents. Now this past Sunday, we had a larger group of kids than usual. And I noticed one boy who couldn't seem to sit still or pay attention. He didn't follow the rules and he was generally disruptive to the other kids. I wondered if meditation could quiet him. When the kids got into the classroom, I asked them to sit in a circle with their legs crossed Indian style and their hands open. I explained that we were going to meditate for three minutes and we would focus on our breath and a mantra. Here, I actually figured I could kill two birds with one stone, teach them to meditate and let their mantra be about God. I put on a calming piece of music called Divine Love by Christopher Lloyd Clark. This is the same music I use to open and close my podcast. I love this song. I told the kids to close their eyes and to take a deep breath in and out. We repeated the breathing several times. Then I told them on the in-breath, I wanted them to say the words, be still and know. And on the out-breath, I wanted them to say that I am God. Again, we repeated this together a few times. Then I became totally quiet so that they could get into this practice on their own. I peeped out with one eye to see if the kids all had their eyes closed, and to my surprise, they did. At the end of three minutes, I stopped the music and asked them to open their eyes. And then I went around the circle to ask the kids how they felt. I decided to start with the disruptive boy. I asked him how he felt. He told me he felt like he was at the beach and could hear the sound of waves. I remember thinking, wow, that's really incredible. I continued around the circle and it was amazing to hear the kids use the words when I asked them how they felt, calm and peaceful. One of the little boys told me he saw colors flashing before him. And then there were several kids, of course, who said it just made them feel sleepy. I thought this to be a quite a success and we'll think about our next class meditation and may prepare something for the kids to take home to work on with their parents. My fellow teachers also said it relaxed them and perhaps it was a gift to them as well, which got me thinking about the number of parents I know, especially during COVID, who were told to give their children, especially those in the teenage groups, anti-anxiety medication, anti-depression medication, and any number of medications that could put the illnesses of their mind to ease. 
While of course I believe there is a place for this, since imbalanced brain chemistry is a real thing, I also wondered how many doctors actually recommended other treatments, like meditation, that could help kids get to the root cause of fear, anxiety, feelings of dread, inability to concentrate, or irritability. There are some very easy exercises to do with our young kids. Your teens or college-age kids to teach them mindfulness and meditation. One can just be a simple breathing exercise with no mantra where they just follow the breath in their nose, in their lungs, and filling up their belly, and then follow the breath leaving their body, their belly, their lungs, and their mouth. Or you can do the same exercise with the hands on the belly, so your child can actually feel the air going in and out of their belly. Let them hold their belly and breathe in, and then on the out breath, they can expand their belly and lungs. At this point, you will notice the child has moved away from troubling thoughts and is focused on the breath. The practice should start small. As I mentioned, a three-minute meditation is fine for a young child. If they are in elementary school, I would suggest increasing this to five to ten minutes, maybe two times a day. And if they are teens, try to get them to practice this for 10 to 30 minutes per day. You just might find that you not only have a more relaxed and less anxious child, but if you do it with them, you can share in the benefits. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and until next week, I'm sending you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at mymagnusopus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com. You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light.